If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hi, welcome to another episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley. Today, we're talking about imposter syndrome and specifically how to overcome it, right? I've got some practical tips for you today on how to overcome imposter syndrome and also how to boost your confidence. The two seem to go in hand in hand, really, in that imposter syndrome comes knocking on the door and the confidence just absolutely nosedives, right? I'm sure you've been there. I have been there many, many times. And it kind of comes in waves, I suppose, for me, really, imposter syndrome. I have, however, run of feeling absolutely on top of the world. And then I kind of get a bit paralysed with stuff. And I think the reason is, after doing a bit of self-analysis, one of the things I'm going to talk to you about today, I think the reason is when I you know, when I push myself a bit or I try something slightly different or I tweak something or if I do the thing that I'm always coaching my clients never to do and I start looking at what other people are doing and then there's the whole, oh, they're doing that. Maybe I'll try that. And it's like, why? Why would I try that? Because what I'm doing is working and I'm comfortable and confident being me. So, yeah. So it's, <laughs> you're probably laughing along. Going, yes, yes, yes. We've all done that. Uh, but it's difficult. It's really difficult. And I think it's also difficult because we are the mistresses of our own destiny, right? We sit at home. You know, I know a large portion of my listeners will work from home, same as I do. So we sit at home on our own and it's quite, sometimes can be quite difficult to kind of manage that headspace <laughs> because if you're in an office with other people, you know, back in the days when you had a job, when you're in an office with other people, you're kind of doing the stuff and there isn't necessarily as much time for thought or, or room for things to creep in. I am absolutely not saying that over, um, imposter syndrome is just the domain of the self-employed. I'm not. However, I'm saying that I believe that it's more rife um, because we we kind of can, can lose ourselves in our own head a little bit sometimes and question things that we do. And often, often the only kind of connection with the outside world other than through clients is on social media. And you know what it's like on social media, you know, <laughs> you're scrolling through and you see something and then you have an idea and you think maybe you should tweak something and oh, is their Instagram bio better than my Instagram bio? And before you know, you've gone down a whole rabbit hole and um, the imposter syndrome has loomed large, right? So we all suffer from imposter syndrome from time to time. And I'm not sure of the way to eliminate it totally absolutely honest with you there um this is about 
managing and overcoming it, not eradicating it totally. So I've got some practical tips for you today to help you overcome it and to boost your confidence because the two do go hand in hand. So what is imposter syndrome? Really, it, it's kind of, it's important for, that we, we understand what we mean by that before we kind of go forward, right? So it really is sort of self-doubt, you know? It's a fear of being exposed. That's the biggest way of, of describing it, really. It's this kind of nagging feeling that what you're doing is not right, is not good enough, is not, you know, it's it's kind of not, you're going to be exposed as a fraud. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of feeling there when it comes to it when it comes to imposter syndrome. And it's a horrible kind of like oh, really debilitating feeling, you know, it's a horrible kind of ugly feeling, you know? And I don't know for you how it does manifest itself, but I think it is this self-doubt and second guessing that seems to be the most kind of common things. I know among my clients that certainly it is it is this, well, I don't know about doing this or shall I do this or shall I do that? And it, and it is this, it's, it's different to the whole kind of, um, you know, shiny object syndrome thing. It's, it's, a, it's just, a, I'm going to, maybe I should just do something different, right? And it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling when you feel like that. And you might not even necessarily recognise that as um, um, as imposter syndrome, but that you know that's kind of what it is, really. There are lots of things that can trigger it, and it can be like taking on a new challenge. You know, like I say, for me, this is often when I do something different or kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit too much. Then, then that's when I kind of start to start to question things sometimes. But it could also be if you get a lot of praise or recognition, you know, if you're asked to guest on a podcast or you're asked to speak at an event, it can lead you to question, well, why me? Am I good enough for this? Can I do that? Um, when the others know more than me, you know, all of, all of those things can be can be triggers or also facing setbacks or failures. So something that you thought that you were really dead set was going to be a success and it wasn't for whatever reason, could be you launch something. That's generally speaking how that, where that kind of manifests itself. And if you have a setback or a failure, then, I mean, failures, it's the wrong word, isn't it? Because setbacks are just part of the journey, right? (laughs) So, um, but failure, I don't think anything is ever a total failure because there's always a learning experience there. But if, if something like that has happened to you, Oh Christ! I mean, I've done more failed launches than you can. You've had hot dinners, I'm sure of that. And also, you know, gone down the track of oh, maybe I'll do this and done it and launched it and then unlaunched it the next day because I've realised it's not the right. You know, it's not the right thing. So there's plenty of that in business journeys. So there's always that can you know there's always kind of stuff that comes across your path like that and they can things like that can trigger imposter syndrome because it's a bit of a derailment right and when your imposter syndrome is in full swing it can lead to some self-sabotaging behaviors for sure and it can absolutely impact your business success it can be totally paralyzing right and that's what we're going to kind of work on to get you through today. 
But some of the self-sabotaging behaviours that you might recognise that you do, but not recognise necessarily as a symptom of imposter syndrome, is things like procrastination or perfectionism. You know, if you've got a fear, if you've actually got a fear of something being a success, okay, um, which is different, slightly different to a fear of something being a failure. But if you're doing something and you're 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 inside, you're frightened that it's actually going to be really successful. That can trigger imposter syndrome too, and lead to this kind of procrastination. So perhaps you're not telling people about the product or the launch or the whatever it is that you've got coming up as much as you should be because you're. Oh, what if people sign up? What happens? Then I've got to deliver this. And what if it's really good? <laughs> and what if it isn't any good? So all of these all of these things can be can be um, complete triggers for you. So really, the thing to do here is to take a moment and kind of acknowledge the presence of imposter syndrome, where you might be feeling it, or to what degree you might be feeling it, and to recognise the negative impact that it is having or could have on your business. And then take some steps to overcome it, okay? And this isn't negative, right? I mean, the impact of imposter syndrome can be negative, of course, but the, in itself, it isn't a negative thing. It's just a thing, right? It's just a thing that that we feel. Some days we feel it, some weeks we feel it, sometimes we don't. And when it does, when it does hit, then there's ways we can we can kind of deal with it, right? So some strategies for overcoming imposter syndrome in varying degrees. One thing you could do is actually kind of get some get some support. And over over the years, I mean, you know, I've talked a lot in my podcast about the fact that I've been in masterminds and I've had business coaches and all that. But actually, something else that I have, two things that I've done quite a lot of over the years. One is I've had a lot of acupuncture for about nine years. I would go every week or two and have an acupuncture session. And I don't know if the acupuncture itself made a difference or the talking we did during the session made a difference. But certainly for me, it was a way of, it it really helped with reframing whatever was going on in my, in my head. So talking, you know, getting, getting therapy, I guess, um, talking to the right people, but also EFT, tapping, you might've heard of it heard it called and that's been really really useful for me because it helps kind of for me it helps kind of look inside what my brain is thinking as opposed to what my logic is thinking and um find a way to to kind of reframe stuff so for me um acupuncture and EFT have been really useful but it's about the practitioner that you find right so so therapy I do that in um, in air quotes, can, can be very useful for you. Another strategy to help you overcome imposter syndrome can be mindfulness, practising mindfulness. And I don't mean necessarily in terms of a proper mindful session, although there are some brilliant apps out there um, that you can get that help you do a kind of guided mindfulness session but actually mindful I mean mindfulness kind of in its uh, in its most in its aware as in awareness okay and so being present in what you're actually doing and what you're actually feeling being present in the moment and being self-aware of how you're feeling how what's going on for you at the minute and that actually, that activity, that practice of doing that helps 
can certainly help reduce anxiety and the negative self-talk, right? Because the negative self-talk is um, is a killer. You know, if you get into a spiral of that, then but actually be looking at where you are now and what's actually going on can help eliminate that negative self-talk. So mindfulness is a really good strategy. Positive self-talk and visualisation can work wonders for a lot of people. I don't find that, for me, I don't find... I, I know, you know, if I if I write myself a post-it note that says, you know, you're amazing, I'm, you know, if, if it's on a day where I don't feel amazing, I'm like, yeah, well, you said that when, you said, you said that when you were amazing, today you're not amazing. So I find it quite hard to sort of trick my, my brain like that. But one thing that I do have is I have an app called I Am. It's just available on the App Store. And you can set it up so it does reminders on your phone. And it pops up with little reminders and you can set what topics you want it to to do. So you can do positivity, you can do um, health, you can do wealth, you know, uh, new beginnings, all sorts of different topics. There are all sorts of different topics that you can choose from. And you can set how often this pops up. So I can't remember, I get six six a day, I think, different ones. And they've just introduced a new update where it actually will put your name in some of them too. And I mean, I love that. Anything that's got my name in it, I'm a sucker for. I think it's because when I was a child, you couldn't get anything with Libby on it. So now I'm like, oh, it's got my name on it. I must have that. So anyway, for me, that really helps. That really helps. And it, it really feels as if somebody else is talking to me. So that disassociation, you know, writing writing my own messages on post-it notes and stuff, I know I've done it. Whereas if it's, it's if I don't know what's going to pop up and it comes from, from someone else from in my phone and for me I find that quite easy so that's that's a really cool app called I am which might help you okay and also to make everything as simple as possible okay and you know that I talk a lot about simplicity and simplicity and ease uh, like my favorite things in the whole world well this that really helps that really really helps here because your imposter syndrome can possibly come about because you're trying to do too much and you're trying to achieve too many things and you're trying to go down, you know, diversify too much and be everything to everybody and people please and all these things, okay? And that can trigger it because simply because you're just, you're overwhelming yourself. You're just trying to do, trying to do too much. So if you make your business as simple as possible, if you focus on one thing, if you have clear goals, simple, clear goals, and a kind of vision of the future in your head, how you'd like your your life to be, that honestly is so much easier because it helps you break down what you're actually doing and know that you're on the right track. And even if something goes wrong, right, even if you're a bit derailed because, oh, you've launched something and three people turned up for something you wanted 300 people at. It kind of doesn't matter because actually there's value in that simplicity and value in that that smallness. So it's so it's a good it's a good thing to do. Make things as simple as possible. And then to build your confidence. I do think that women have a tougher time in business than men. And I I still am not entirely sure why, but I I kind of believe that it's because of this inherent kind of people pleasing, the the doing everything, you know? I mean, I guess it's a patriarchal society's fault, ultimately, but women have always been 
the homemakers, the child rearers, the, you know, all, all of this stuff, which certainly was a job in itself because, um, I mean, unless you were incredibly wealthy years ago, then it really, it really, you know, you maybe had loads of kids and, and it was hard work, right? Doing the washing was hard work. It was a very manual thing. So we've kind of moved on from that in terms of technology and and stuff that, you know, the washing machines, for example, to continue that particular analogy. But still, we do a large chunk of the household management and the kid management and then run a business as well. That's a lot, right? So confidence is, is sometimes harder to come by because there's so many other things. So you can't just go out there you know, doing a swagger, waving you really about and, and being super confident because on the other side of your head, you're thinking, oh, watch, I've got to go to Thainsbury's on the way home to get something for everybody's tea. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, I think we have societally made it more difficult for ourselves, but I think we're coming out of that for sure but it will take another generation to be much further forward. So confidence is something that is, it, yeah, isn't as, isn't as apparent in the world of women in business as opposed to men in business. And it does require, it's an ongoing process, right, that requires taking intentional steps every single little day. And if you take an intentional step forward every day, that builds your inner confidence because you know that you've taken a step forward, right? And even if you hit a stumbling block where you are, you know, it's a setback, then it doesn't matter because you've taken seven steps forward before you hit that. So that's okay. So that's one back. And then you take another forward and that's one back. And then another seven forward and one back. So the the progress kind of adds up, right? And that's all this kind of... um. I mean, creeping confidence, I suppose, is is an expression, but it sounds a bit odd, but it is. It's this kind of gentle building um, resilience kind of confidence, yeah? And some practical ways I would suggest to you that you can develop this even further is goals, right? Set yourself goals. So have your big vision and goal in your head about how fabulous you want your life to be. That's an amazing one, right? Do a vision board if you want, but just, you know, just know how you want your life to feel. And then reverse engineer that and work back from that. And if you work back to the extent where every day, every day there is a goal set, then that's cool. And that daily goal might be to post something on social media, that might be as simple as that as that goal is because you know that it's one little step forward in the overall game plan, okay? And that's great. And then what you can do, that will build your confidence, that will build this resilience, that will develop the self-assurance. And what you can do as well also is celebrate your successes along the way. Now, celebrate even tiny successes. So at the end of every week, if you set yourself a goal to post on social media every day and you've posted on self social media every day, well, that is a thing for to to celebrate. That is something to celebrate and that's something to be really happy about and really proud of. And well, there you go. You're awesome, right? <laughs> so look at everything, you know, everything that you do 
can be a celebration. There's no, that, that's nothing. It's not. There's nothing false about that. There's nothing. Oh well, I didn't really achieve anything. Yeah, you did. You got up and you got shit done, and that deserves to be celebrated. And that that is how you build your confidence, just one step at a time. If you feel like doing something a little bit more than that, you could take a few little risks. Okay. You could step outside your comfort zone just a touch and see what happens. And that might be reaching out to somebody who you admire to be a guest on their podcast because you know you've got something to say. Okay. People who have podcasts with guests, obviously I don't know on this one, but people who have podcasts with guests, they're always looking for guests, right? And if you are a good person, interesting person, to, to to be on, then you've saved them a job by by um contacting them. And yes, it might be out of your comfort zone. You know, it's out of my comfort zone and it's something I am still working on, but I love guesting on podcasts and I really like speaking at events and all of this. But I yeah, I find it quite difficult to do the to do the outreach. So if anybody's listening who wants me to guest on their podcast or speak at their event, just let me know. Um but it is a way of taking a little risk and step, stepping outside your comfort, comfort zone. And that will help build your confidence, yeah? And this is what, what it's all about. This is all about just moving forward, okay? And I'm not saying when I say step outside your comfort zone, I mean, flipping neck, I'm not saying do anything absolutely radical, right, at all. Little, little steps. Because your comfort zone, it's called the comfort zone for a reason, yeah? But little, little risks. And when those little risks pay off, then you've actually taken a big step forward rather than a little step forward. And another thing that's so important building your confidence is, as well as self-compassion and being kind to yourself, is community and support, right? Community and support are so important. Now, you might be in a Facebook group that gives you community and support, and that's cool. You know, it could be, it could almost be a Facebook group about anything. It doesn't have to necessarily be business related. It's about knowing that there are other people out there. Um, Because, you know, if you work at home on your own, then as we know, we started this, um, today's episode, that's kind of, kind of what I said, that can be a challenge for people. So finding your community, finding your support network, cultivating relationships that you've made with people on social media you know I've got some amazing business buddies who I've met on Instagram who I've never met in real life and we are each other's first port of call if if we need support or if something great's happened and proper genuine friendships but we haven't actually met each other we just have business in common and we really like each other and there's massive massive value in that so don't think that you are isolated at all by working at home on your own in your business. You're absolutely not. There's an enormous world out there um, of people who are quite happy to just chat and care and maybe give advice if you want advice, but just to kind of listen and just be supportive. You can find loads of memes online that will make you smile and will make you feel seen. So there is there is a formal route, you know, of coaching and, and, and everything um, that you can go down for support. But there is a lot of stuff online just in building the community. And I don't mean building your own community because then you're in charge of it. OK, I mean about joining a community where you can you can be as supported as you as you need to be. And so, you know, that I love to chat business. And I love to hear from people. So you can always 
Talk to me on Instagram at Libby Langley. But finding your group, be it um, an online community, be it a networking group, a local networking group, they're fantastic for just meeting people and talking to people and sharing ideas and finding out what's going on. It's not always about finding people to sell your stuff to, right? It isn't. Networking and community, for me and my business, has, has been a lot about just being part of something that's that's been massive absolutely massive for me I mean, it has been useful in terms of leads referrals clients and all of that stuff but it's actually just knowing people and finding the people who I like who I enjoy spending time with who have become friends who just get it and know what it's know what it's like and know that sometimes it's tough so you're not alone I am here there are lots of people here for you and hopefully you kind of feel a bit better right so, because I've given you some practical tips for, well, understanding what imposter syndrome is and how it manifests itself for you. And then some practical tips and strategies for actually overcoming it, things that you can do to help you, help yourself, and also ways that you can move forward and build your build your confidence. Yeah. So I hope that you feel better. Not that you're necessarily feeling bad when you came into this today, but if you were, I hope you're now feeling better. And I hope that you know that you are amazing and you are absolutely unique. And so you don't need to try and pretend to be someone else because you're just you. So if you're not trying to pretend to be anyone else, then you're not being an imposter, right? Because you're just you and you know what you know and you do what you do. And that is absolutely incredible. So your journey is yours alone. And I hope very much that you are enjoying it and continue to enjoy it. Lots of love and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.